Good evening, everyone. We are live. Oh, my goodness. This is truly a special night for me. I am so excited. But first of all, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Implosion. Let me turn down the background music a little bit. There we go. Uh, Implosion. (laughs) Sorry about that. Implosion is a show that we talk about the power within, not implosion, but implosion. We want to talk about the power within. And tonight we have a very special guest. <laughs> no doubt, Shine. Um, we have a very special guest um, tonight coming all the way from Trinidad. I am just so excited. My special guest tonight is Queen Omega. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been trying to get her for months, but praise God, the opportunity has come today and we will talk with Queen Omega. So if you don't know who she is, you are living under a rock. You need to go open up TikTok, YouTube, even Spotify. She is viral in all places. But listen, rather than delay, we'll go ahead and bring her in and we will talk about her hey miss sophia welcome ladies and gentlemen queen omega greeting greeting (laughs) good evening it's so nice to finally get to meet you welcome to implosion how are you doing today i am you know what i can't complain i'm giving thanks for life you know i'm grateful there you go there you go um I'm just so excited and, and I thank you again for your generosity, set some time aside to come chat. So what we do here at Implosion, we like to uh, talk to people and let them more or less hear about their path, where they came from and how they got here. So do me this part, tell everybody who is Queen Omega. Um, Queen Omega, <laughs> Queen Omega is a, is a humble, lady hailing from south trinidad who um grew up with um from birth you know had this voice and grew up singing from very young and as she grew and grew older and older she grew a passion for reggae music and adopted the rastafarian faith and because of this she you know was empowered and continued on her musical journey from this from that time till now, you know. Mm, okay. Awesome. Now, a lot of people, because of the viralness of the music that you've had going on so far, they think you're new. But oh. you, you've been in the game for a while. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, um, wow. Professionally, mm-hmm. my first album was recorded in 2001. Okay. So, 
I can say it's been two decades that I've been doing music professionally, recording and performing. Yeah. Hmm. Feels like yes. Feels like yesterday, doesn't it? Time went fast, boy. I would not lie. <laughs> that time went very fast. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So, let's start from here. Are there any artists or genres outside of reggae that has a significant impact on your musical style? Definitely. I grew up listening to a lot of R&B and hip hop. I think that influenced my music a lot, a lot um, jazz music. I, mm -hmm. Because I was because I was born with this gift to sing and sing very mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. I think I have the air for music on a whole. It doesn't matter what genre it is. Mm -hmm. Once I can feel it, mm -hmm. I can. I, I, there, I, there is a connection. There is always a connection. Even in my country, there is um, there is soca, there is calypso, and there is different genres like chutney, chutney soca. And we have our own wave of dancehall, which is called Trinidad. We have rap soul. So we have, you know, it's wow. like once it's music, once it's music, I feel it. Mm -hmm. yeah. One thing, one thing that I uh, love about your versatility, a lot of people think reggae and that's all you sing is reggae. But I actually heard you do jazz. I heard you do gospel. And I'm yes. like, wow, <laughs> she's yes. got a, a whole a wide variety. And, that, and that's good. That shows your versatility. And I like that. Yeah. I don't I don't like being put in a box, although I started off doing reggae and I'm a mm -hmm. reggae empress. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like I love music so much that it's always exciting to like do different things, do different mm -hmm. genres, you know? Mm -hmm. I understand. I see you got your troopers. Go, yeah. Go in the room. Go on. Say good night. Go on. Good night. <laughs> so, have you faced any challenges or stereotypes being a Trinidadian artist in the reggae genre? And how did you overcome them? Yeah, I did face a lot of challenges, really. I'm still facing challenges. You know, mm -hmm. coming from my little island, it's like, we're there. it's said that we're a third world country. So people have a kind of mentality where it's really like backward. You know, they don't really, you know, they don't, they take long to gravitate to things that it's from here and they're more gravitate to things that is international. Right. So hello, <laughs> for instance. Um, it has been quite a, a struggle to get my music, you know, the proper airplay that I deserve. Right. And you know, little things when it's when they're keeping their concerts, there I'm hardly booked. Things like that, you know. Mm, I understand. Would you say it's tougher being a woman in this industry? Yes, it is. It is tough. Mm. I wouldn't lie; it's very, very tough. But no. um, I think I was born with that resilient spirit, you know, and I was born with that that fighter spirit. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior empress, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't give up. I don't give up <laughs> at all. I don't learn and I just keep pushing on, pushing on, pushing on no matter what. There you go. There you go. Could you take the moment to share uh, a memorable moment or experience that reinforced your passion for reggae music? reinforce my passion mm, i would say 
very, when I went to Jamaica, my there was a time when I went to Jamaica. I did rep, I did reggae some fest. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember the year, I can't really remember the year, but I did reggae some fest, and it was really nice because I had the opportunity at that time to be amongst all the artists that mm-hmm. I used to listen to. Okay. You know, and it was like an eye opening for me, and I, you know, it's like this is this is this is what you can be doing. This mm-hmm. is what you you know you are Queen Omega, you are reggae songstress. And it really hit me like, yeah, boy, this is this is something that I can really take on as a career and continue and pursue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, let's see here. How do you stay true to your roots while evolving as an artist in a genre that has seen so many changes over the years? Hmm. I think it's my spirituality. Okay. My spiritual. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very, very spiritual person. And that is what kind of helped me stay on track, really. Mm-hmm. Not to give up and, you know, not to, not to change my, my style or not to change what I do. It's mm-hmm. because I have that grew up in a Christian home background, you know. My mm-hmm. mom always told me that this gift that I have is a it's she always said to me that you know, because she prayed so hard for me to have a, a special gift. So when she realized that I was a singer, she always put it to me and said to me, You have to sing for God. Mm-hmm. So I always had that in the back of my mind, and I knew that this is no matter what I do. I would always have to make my music glorifying to the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, your your passion shows through when I see you perform. I felt it when you were at uh, Jam Fest in Germany. Yeah, and I, and I saw you your your passion that you performed there, and I felt it. And I believe definitely every single one that was out there felt it too, and it was amazing. Yeah, I give you props for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. What you know, you don't really realize. Maybe as time go by, now that I have, you know, this thing went viral, I'm actually now getting to see the impact. But you know, when I was doing my thing, I was just doing my thing. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. how what would have been the turnout. You know, how would the people would receive the music? I just know that this is what I have to do, and I'm going to do it. I was born to do this. Oh, no doubt. Um, And I I appreciate that you say that because everybody wants to get to the end product, but none of them want to do the journey to get there. They don't want to work hard to get to where you bear the fruit or the reward. You know, everybody wants the end goal, but they don't want to do the work. (laughs) No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Mm. And I think it's a discipline. I think it's the discipline too, because for you to have longevity in anything and, you know, to succeed in anything that you're doing, whether it's music, no matter what your career is, no matter what your job is. Yes. Discipline is a very serious ingredient. Without mm-hmm. discipline, you won't reach far. I agree. Uh, that's a phrase they use in America is paying your dues. You have to work hard and you get the reward because of the hard work you put into it. Yeah, that's so, it. So that's I definitely it. agree with that. Could you share a perspective on the global impact of reggae music and its potential to promote cultural diversity? 
Can you repeat that? Sure. Can you share your perspective on the global impact of reggae music and its potential to promote cultural diversity? I'll give you an example to yeah. help make your answer easier. Yeah. Looking at uh, looking at the Jam Fest, out in that audience was all different colors, all different races. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. That's it. That's it. Um, for for what I know, from my little experience, coming from the Caribbean, you know, as an African mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. I first I was blown away when I started traveling to Europe because mm -hmm. when I started traveling Europe and doing reggae music I was it was a different crowd I was not expecting to see all these white people and <laughs> that blew me away first I was yes. like wow this is what yes. reggae music do and mm -hmm. then as time go by I start traveling more I realized the power of reggae music because reggae music connects Everybody. It doesn't matter yes, what race, what color, what class. Yes. Reggae music is this. This music it has this power, and I've seen it time and time and time and time. Where I've been in front of audience, and when I gaze, I actually see nearly every nationality. I was like, "Whoa! Can <laughs> I see? Can I see who's from Trinidad?" Can I see who's from, you know, and it's like, it's, it's a joy. It's a joy to see that yes, people yes. from all over the world coming together. And especially yes, at the yes. big festivals. Yes. Like, like, Rotterdam. like Rotterdam yes. when I was there, it was like, yes. wow. People from all over yes. the world yes. coming to this one place <laughs> to enjoy reggae. It's amazing. I was, I was watching you command. Oh, let go so. I was watching how you were control, you know, not controlling the audience, but just, you know, how you were performing and they were just so in tuned. That yeah. was so, so beautiful. So beautiful. And, yeah. Um, and I agree with you because even, even some of the, Fairer skin, they had dreadlocks too. I was like, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're feeling the vibes too. I was, I was like, this thing is is greater than you, Queen. You're just a vessel. You're just a vessel. Look at look at how many people into this vibration who can connect, feel the vibration, understand the vibe, and live in the vibe. I was like, this is amazing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um, that. That is the whole premise of what my company Blast is about. We don't want just one genre. We want the whole world's genre. We want all types of flavors of music. Music. There's all type of music to enjoy. And the beauty of it is it don't matter this. Everybody no. can enjoy music. Everybody Definitely. Enjoy it. The breath, the breath has no color. And each and every one of us has the breath. Mm -hmm. yes, so this is this is what it's about. And the and 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 and, and true music, we use the breath and we put it to melody. It's 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 to me it's one of the ma most magical things. Music. Without mm -hmm. music, where mm -hmm. would we be? How would we live? How would life, we survive? Life would be rough without music. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, man, music really helps. It helps change the mood, it sets the pace. I have there. I have a song where I say in the first thing in the morning, sweet music must play. 
because it mm -hmm. sets the right mood to start the day. Hmm. That's awesome. So Queen, I'm going to take this time to share your video you just released, the No Love. Yeah. And um, what a lot of those who do not know about you, we're going to showcase what made her so viral. And we will <laughs> definitely talk more about that. Yes, Sunshine, reggae music is love. I definitely could not live without music. Yes, Miss Carla, I hear you. Um, so this video is by Queen Omega. It's called No Love Dub Plate. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And over, hold up, where's my clip at? Right here. Over 33 million views in four months. That is, that is crazy. So anywho, let's take the time to listen to this and we'll be right back with Queen Omega. And this is No Love. Let's listen. gets me fired up every time <laughs> i tell you it's one of those songs that you just can't not get tired of <laughs> mm, indeed we have many people coming here to send you some love right now um go ahead and share those 
Real quick, everybody, first of all, thank you again for coming. If you have not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to Blast Music 247. We would love to have you, and we do new content every week and having wonderful artists like Queen Omega as well. So please join the family. So let's see here. Sunshine says, I play this daily. The whole house shut down when Queen Omega's voice is heard. Whoa. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Miss Carla said, whew, ma'am, you are fire. <laughs> uh, Jay Sox yes. said, you have an amazing voice, so strong, it will never get old. No doubt. Praises, no doubt. Praises, praises. Receive, receive. Salute, Sol Res. So, oh my goodness, Queen, that, that is amazing. Now, the thing I want to know is this. Um, how did it come to you doing that song? <laughs> how did how did that work out? Okay, I was on tour, like you know, this summer gone. Mm -hmm. And while you you know, when you're on tour, you get your little sideline work, and one of the sideline mm -hmm. jobs was a dub session. I was glad, you know, a little mm -hmm. extra money. And little I and Nico, that's my friend, and he was like, Queen, I need two dubs, you know, we're gonna do the no love. Mm -hmm. I want no love, and he requested another dub. I can't remember the other dub. But when he played the version in the studio, when I was in the studio and they played the version, I was like, what? When I heard it was la da 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 da. The next yep. episode, I was like, yo. <laughs> and I put on the headphones and I'm like, oh. I just no. It's so natural to just vibe on the rhythm, you know? Right. And normally what they do just for promo, they normally record you when you're doing certain dubs. So Nico was like, Queen, I think I want to record it because just for promo. Mm -hmm. And it was done. I did it, just vibing, doing mm -hmm. my thing, you know, just like right. what I normally do. And it was recorded and I did not know that it was going to hit the place like that because it's just mm -hmm. a normal dub plate that I would normally do for any other sound mm -hmm. system, you know? In, uh, explain to us who do not understand what a dub plate is. A dub plate is actually when you you have a sound system, and they they want you to you know um, big up their song, you know, big up the name mm -hmm. of their sound system. It's like okay. a promotion. So they you they the okay. artists they pay you. It's a service. They pay you a, a fee. Okay. Um, for those who want to know, it's three hundred US right now for a Queen Omega dub plate, right? Okay. So okay. they pay you a service and um you call them their name so mm. for instance i say don't please you're not local you're internationally blessed with your vocal i'll tell you this people in the local <laughs> man this you understand something like oh, that i am cutting that and keeping that thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> so and this is what a dub plate is really you just pick up the song system you call the song system name if mm -hmm. if they're um uh, whoever is the the, the members in the sound system, you call their name at the beginning, you pick them up, you pick them up. It's just promotion, you know? Gotcha. It's really gotcha. promotion and it's it's something that is really big in the sound system culture, mm. in the dancehall culture. It's a big thing. Okay. And I've been doing a lot of the plates since this song has released. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want the plate from this song. A lot of sound systems. So it's going good. Now, did you get the opportunity to either meet or talk to Dr. Dre? Never got the opportunity, but I know it will come. Facts. I'm going to be believing it for you, my friend. That it's going to come. You, you actually 
gave that song life again. Not saying, I know. not saying I it like, didn't already, but you gave it its own life. You know, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sure Dr. Dre is happy, bumping like, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's my right. joint. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and this is just a blessing of doing music, man. You never know mm-hmm. where it's gonna take you and who, which legend you're gonna meet next. I love right. my job. I love I love it because these Dr. Dre. I mean, Dr. Dre is a legend. I, I grew up listening to his music, and you know, listening to a lot of hip hop, listening to Snoop. So. For me to meet, to be able to be around these kind of energies and to meet with them, it's just like, it's going to be a great blessing. It's going to be like a dream come true. For sure. Mm, That is awesome. So let me ask you this. Oops. I got to turn the music back on. I got so excited that I let it stop playing. Uh, Okay. It's going to come back around. Anyway, um, (laughs) what's the most important message or lesson you hope listeners take away from your reggae music? that we are so we are so incredible that if we could only just not doubt for one Mm -hmm. second Mm -hmm. man this world will be so beautiful i really want people to understand that we are we are we and we are intelligent beings we are light beings we are goddess and gods Mm -hmm. we are creative energies so we ought to just you know vibrate to the highest Hmm. We are here on a journey, and the re- the journey really is to vibrate to the highest, so we can move on to the next level. So, mm-hmm. we are beautiful. We are special. We ought to love one another, really, so that we can really do this, make when this it, place a paradise. Yes, ma'am. When it comes to you performing, like I used to, I used to do my little thing back in the day. I'll, I'll show you an old school picture that I used to do. Because I used to be in a rap group with a fr- with the president, as a matter of fact. But anyway, um, the biggest compliment to us is when the audience is singing your song. Oh, have you had something like that? And if so, please tell us about it. Oh, that's <laughs> a that's an emotional moment. I'm I'm I, I'm a, I feel a lot. I feel deep. I'm an empath, so mm-hmm. things like that. I have to hold myself because I get mm-hmm. very emotional. And I want to cry. Mm-hmm. I had moments like that where, yeah, I had moments like that. I remember one time I performing in France, and the the French the French massive boy. They they really love the culture. Mm-hmm. Really love the culture. I would not. Mm-hmm. I should be. The way France loved Queen Omega, I should have been speaking French by now. <laughs> because they really love the music. And I remember one time when I was singing, I was just, you know, the people were so overwhelmed. And they keep pulling up, pulling up the song, pulling up the song. And while I pull it up and I sing, they're singing with me. Mm. And they pull it up. They were banging on the stage. And it's, I, 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 it was oh too my. much. Oh, I just wow. bowed and I, I, I didn't want them to see me. I was crying. I didn't want them to see me. I was like, okay, queen, get it together now. <laughs> get it together. Just like, Whoop. And then I was just like wooing it out. But I was really, it was so overwhelming, full of joy to wow. see how much love. To actually see that these people really love your girl. They really love mm. your music. They really, really love your music. And these are the things that encourages the artist to continue doing what you do because sometimes I have my moments where, oh man, this this music thing is tough, man. I need to get a nine to five. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I had those moments. I really had those moments. And when I go on the road, then I'm reminded, nah, I don't want a nine to five. This is it. This is it. Just stay focused. Mm-hmm. Ban your belly because sometimes you're you're tall. You're you have your tall season, and then there you have times when you're just home. And right. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to go back on the road. I can't wait to go back mm-hmm. on the road. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. I'm missing my fans. I'm missing my musical family. And I, you actually miss them. Actually mm-hmm. miss con- connecting with them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't say fans. I, I consider I consider my the people who listen my music my family. Mm-hmm. Because they help put food on my table, mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 it to me it's deep. Because yeah. if they don't buy the music, if they don't tune into what I have to offer, then right. what am I selling? Then what am I selling? So they they're buying what I'm selling, and what I'm selling is good music. Yes, it is. Yeah. And speaking of the good music, big ups to your band. Amazing! Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, and the one thing that I love about your band, it helps eliminate the the, the colorism, because none of them are black, <laughs> but I they know, have listen. so much soul, so listen. much soul. Oh my that, god, that has two sides. I remember someone saying that to me in Trinidad here. Listen, Queen, people digging on us because they're seeing your band and they're saying that it's all white. I like yo. Which and? white what? I say, yo, those men are, are, are my players. Let me tell you something about these guys. These guys are so soulful. Mm-hmm. They are so real. We are mm-hmm. family. And when we started working together, I know they're white, but their vibration is not like that. You know, we don't watch color. We don't watch skin. But right. it is what it is. It is what it is. You're white guys. I like your white French guys. I wonder if they can do it. But the first first couple shows we had yeah. it was like we were playing for a long time yeah. and my manager i remember my manager said to me girl you all connected like like plug and suck it I'm like yo mm-hmm. and as we grew and as we start traveling together more and more and i started to know more of, of their background these men have black wives <laughs> These men have black women as their wives. I like no wonder why they love Queen Omega and just vibrate. It's just it's just one good vibes, you know. But listen, mm-hmm. and that is what I love about my band. They're all talented. They're mm-hmm. all talented, and they just like me. They have a passion. Yes, they have a passion, and they all play for different artists as well. Mm-hmm. Like my bass player, yeah, my bass player plays for Johnny Osborne. Mm. My guitarist plays for coffee, you know? So they are well-versed players. Mm. And what I love about them, whenever it's time for us to do road, they can be doing what? They're ready to roll with the queen. Because I take good care of them and we're a family. We go through the struggle. They go through a lot when they're on the road with me and they can see the difference because of my... Yeah. Yeah, we go through a lot. My journey is different. My journey is filled with trials tribulations and challenges and i understand that's my journey because it's going to make me the tough person that i need to be in order to continue writing that type of music correct i i love it though because me personally i don't care about this god bless me to be this and i'm grateful but what i'm saying is it's more to it than that so we need to get off of that and just love music and just come together we're all 
like you said, there's no color in breath. We all bleed the same color. Yes, you know, so it. it's like, come when on. I, when I'm performing, I make sure and say these things because most of the times I'm this black girl on the stage and I've seen all these people looking at me and I'm like, yo, queen, this is the time. I'm like, yo, we are one regardless because who is pushing this agenda, this race agenda? Who is pushing all of this? Right? We need to stop tuning in to these lies and mm. all this negative stuff and understand that we here we all have to share this space mm -hmm. and we all have to take care of one another and live as one yes. be our brother's keeper Indeed. be your neighbor's keeper because Indeed. i me as a mother i say this and i mean this having the name queen omega it means mother of creation and mm. the older i get it's the more the name resonates and sits upon me. And I feel for my people. I feel for the youth. I feel, I said to my son, listen, all those boys out there, they're my children too. Not because I didn't give birth to them. And if I see anything going wrong with any youth, I feel it in my guts. I feel the pain like a mother for any other child. Wow. That's just how it's supposed to be. That's just how it's supposed to be. It's natural. Once you have feelings, you're supposed to feel for somebody else. Right. Feel wow, their pain. Powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. That's so me, though. <laughs> so, Trust Queen, me. For, yeah. forgive, me, forgive me for one moment. What we do on all of our podcasts through Blast Music, we take a time to showcase one of our independent artists. Okay. And tonight, we picked one of our special artists. Her name is Lala Music. And she is a phenomenal artist who actually is winning a lot of awards. And if I'm correct, she's actually either balloted on the next Grammy. So she's doing some things. So let's take her out. This is La La Music with Dim My Light. Let's take a look.
nothing I do is lame. Look at who's changing the name. Even the way that I praise her. I put some respect on my name. Yes, indeed. And that was live nice. music with Demai. Thank you. You like mm-hmm. that? <laughs> yeah. Where's she from? Um, she's actually from Texas. Nice. She lives in Texas. And um, we uh, interviewed her a while ago. Real, real nice lady. Amazing, uh, amazing personality. Good peoples. But real quick, I also want to let you guys know the CD that's called Broken Treasures. You hold the key. Uh, the release of it is uh, it's actually supposed to be now. I will have the link for this CD. This CD is going to help fund for the education and the rescuing of kids that are being trafficked. Um, this is from the Voices of Courage. Okay. I will give you more information next week as well as pricing. So... Oh, and many great artists, including big record artists, as well as blast artists that are on here. And I'm going to tell you, it's from what I heard, it's a double CD. So there's plenty of great music and a worthy cause. So definitely come back to uh, Implosion next week, and I'll have more information on the CD. Okay. Awesome stuff. So let me see here. Let me get something else. So. Can you tell us about your musical journey and the evolution of your sound as a reggae artist? Yeah, um, well, I started off singing in school, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I did like all the all the local talent shows that I, you know, at that time. Singing in the schools, winning competitions, then I did twelve and under party time. And I got the opportunity to work from very young in a studio. Okay. So I was I was working in that studio from like the age of 13. I started working in that studio from 13, doing background vocals for like all the soccer artists. Mm. And I worked there for a long time, for like more than 10 years. I, I worked there for like a little more than 10 years. So I was working a lot, working, working, working after school. I would go in the studio and do my thing. And... um. That is when I really, you know, that is, I didn't know, I didn't know this at the time, but that is, was like on the job training. I was getting the opportunity to, you know, develop my vocals. I remember, mm. I remember the producer, the engineer, he keeps saying to me, I was, you always singing them Jamaica music. I will carry a Jamaica, you know, every chance I get, I would do like the little dancehall thing, you know, young teenager, you listen right. to dancehall music. So it was influential at the time. Right. And he did take me to to Jamaica. He did he did Captain's Bird. He took me to Jamaica in the year two thousand. Okay. For Caribbean Musical Expo. And right. I went there with a rock band from hmm. Trinidad. I was amazing, a rock band from Trinidad, and then I was doing 
Jamaican music. I remember the time he said, all right, Queen Omega coming out. I wasn't Queen Omega at the time. I didn't have the name Queen Omega. He said, come in, Janelle, and I'd come in and I'd do my little toast. I, I remember people, the place was, the, everyone was chit-chatting. And when I start singing, people stopped talk. Mm. And then people was like, I remember hearing, who's she? Who that? Who's she Oh, and people start coming closer to the stage to oh, see yeah. who is this lady because my voice filled up the place and after that experience mm -hmm. i realized that my voice was really special mm -hmm. because it, it, it was like you could hear a pin drop <laughs> the way how they got quiet when i started because mm -hmm. everybody was talking you know ding, ding, ding. the band performing and as my as i grabbed the mic man Everybody wants to know who is this woman, who is this girl. And I remember Kenny Phillips was talking to Michael Bennett at the time, Mikey Bennett. He was a big producer at the time. And mm -hmm. he was, you know, he was like kind of like showing off because, you know, that's mm -hmm. my singer. She's from my camp. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's from my camp. And I remember that experience. And I was like, yeah, Queen knew you. You could do music. I was yeah. always Queenie, though. Queenie is my first name from. Because I, I'm I'm the only girl amongst four boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, so two girls, then two boys, then me, and then two boys. So I'm in the middle. And so from Queenie to Queen Omega, it was like, okay. So Queen Omega is just the grown, the mature. Right. Because I got that name from like when I was about 18 years, when I started, you know, pursuing, you know, reading the scriptures and finding certain things and uh, not adding up. And I asked my parents and they can't really give me no answers. So I started to go searching more for my own answers. I remember that time I used to do a lot of reading and fasting and just searching, just asking. And mm. that's the time when I really found the teachings of his majesty. And I like, yo, them time and you're not really knowing nothing about the African king. So I was fascinated by the teachings of Heidi Selassie and knowing that we had a king sit down in the throne of Ethiopia. It was just like, wow, hallelujah. Because I grew up in a time where it was just the white skin. Everything was white, 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 white. So right. it was so beautiful to have mm -hmm. this doctrine and to learn about Ethiopia and learn about the royal family. And I realized that His Majesty was the descendant of King Solomon and it was I just was blown away by this knowledge I like mm. this is spiritual man mm -hmm. and I just started you know growing my locks and I remember my mom said to me I don't know nothing about this Rasta thing but <laughs> since I see you you know you grow in your luck I see change I've seen a good change a mm -hmm. positive change but if this is how you want to serve God mm -hmm. you have my blessing I'd like <laughs> that, because at that thing. time at that time to grow your locks was like a no-no mm. it was like a no-no and you and 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 that time a lot of rasta parents were being persecuted and things so mm -hmm. it was like oops <laughs> i think oh. you just got a call <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was such a blessing and from that time you know i, I used to write a lot and I, I used to write a lot of poems and then I was like, these poems can be really songs. And that's when I like, 
and immediately I turn into a songwriter. <laughs> because I always used to write. Mm-hmm. Always like writing. I always I thought I was gonna be a journalist, the way how I love to write. Okay. I love writing. I always used to write, write short stories, write poems, write a lot of poems. And I said to myself, Queen, you know, Queenie, these songs, oh my dad said it to me first. Them poems is writing, you know, them can be songs. And it was like something awakened. And I immediately I was a songwriter. Immediately when my dad said that to me, Mm -hmm. I started writing, I stopped writing poems and I started really writing songs because I could sing and I like, yeah, to write my own song because I can sing. (laughs) I always have melodies in my head. I'm always hearing stuff. I'm always hearing music. So it was so easy to do it. That is awesome. Well, I'm I'm gonna say this for for Sunshine because she deals with all our spoken word. Whenever you are ready to do them poems, she would love to have you. Trust and believe. Wow. <laughs> so she would that love would be to, nice. to share. Yeah. Those. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see here. So you just said what I was gonna ask. So that takes care of that. Um, let me see. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and play your other song, which. I have to say, I love this song. Every time I hear it, I just dig in. <laughs> See? <laughs> so I said, yes, I would. I told you. She she deals, she handles all of our poetry and spoken word that comes in. So anybody that has it, I said, okay, that's sunshine. So nice. we, we would love to have you. She would love to have you. But nice. anyway. Uh, this song by you is called Fittest. And when we come back, I definitely want to know uh, the inspiration of Fittest. Yes. And, and um, most of all, your production team and so on. To me, the video is amazing. I just feel the power within. I love it. I love it. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Queen Omega, and this is Fittest. Enjoy. No matter how life goes, one thing I know, the most I never fail. The fittest, fittest of the fittest shall survive. My people, open, open, open up your eyes. Wake up, no compromise. Come make me through the beast in a disguise. The fittest of the fittest shall survive.
positivity shall always be my God. Ticking like a bomb, ready to explode. The city's up, the city shall survive. Yes, indeed, and that was Fittis. Yeah, Queen, that that song is so powerful to me. It just, mm-hmm. ooh, reality, you know, it's reality. <sighs> yes, ma'am. Hope you know, times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Tara said, "Great song and fabulous interview. Thank you for sharing your world with us." <laughs> You're welcome. Most welcome. Yes, and you got nothing but flames all in the comments. People just <laughs> loving. <laughs> YouTube is whack. <laughs> what happened, buddy? Let me know. Anyway, everything that 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 song and the video is so powerful. Please tell us uh, about the production of the video and how you came across that song, please, and, and the team that helped you. Big big yeah, up the team um, that helped you. Big up, yeah, for real. Big up, Lions Flow. You know the. Um... Big up to Lance Flow, first of all. They they really contacted me to do the album. And this is just one of the songs, one of the most, one of the powerful songs on the album. Um, big up to my manager, my manager and team, because my manager, she, she flew in just when they had opened up the doors for COVID, when they say, okay, they're going to allow some people to travel. She took that opportunity to come to Trinidad and it was it was still during the COVID times. I wrote this song at the beginning of COVID because it was a scary moment for all of us. It was a moment of uncertainty, and you know, I just felt like you know, being a, a an artist, being a writer, I've just I felt compelled. I had to sing about what was going on, you know, 
just mm -hmm. like a lot of my artist friends you know we that's our duty and fittest shall survive that hit me i like yo only the fittest will survive this one because they were actually you know locking down groceries so everything was on a lockdown you couldn't do anything and it was a scary moment for everyone 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 yeah. it was yeah. really it was an eye-opener and i say this is the time that i'm gonna have to write music to you know to help people to hold on to right. have something to hold on to mm -hmm. i remember my manager came in she flew in and we sat down and we wrote what we're gonna you know we visioned the song and what we want you know what mm -hmm. the concept would be about we did everything i didn't really it was us it was just mm -hmm. the camera guy one cameraman mm -hmm my manager my companion my children that's mm -hmm. it hmm. and we, we yeah we sat down and you know we get the props together we decide all what we need we sat down and write everything what we're gonna need for this scene what it's gonna be what you think who what you're gonna wear and we executed it and it was like wow when i saw the ending product I, I remember i got emotional one of the dancers in the video is my daughter you know i remember when we were doing the video she was pumped up she was pumped up mommy i'm gonna dance i want to do a i want to do a dance she choreographed the dance for the video mommy i want to dance and i was like she's a gifted dancer as you can see my daughter that's my firstborn girl she's a gifted dancer so it's like you know team the team work make the dream work yes ma'am you know? and it was just it was just a, a, a it was just a special time it was mystical during the covid times and we pushing through we say we're gonna just do it because it needs to be done you know and, mm -hmm. and we managed to get it pulled off <laughs> queen i'm gonna have a weird suggestion for you to do for me what my people were telling me on YouTube that it basically they killed the stream because of your copyrights. So all I need you to do for me is just to say, um, I allowed Blast to use these videos so that yes. we can get that fixed. Should I so, say that vocally? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I Queen Omega allows Blast to use my videos. This is promo interviews it's all allowed by me queen omega and it's quite okay okay thank you i may You're have welcome. to use that as a backup so that they see that yeah oh, wow yeah. but that that's how these things happen sometimes so i know it is what it is, it is, it is, what it is. yeah we work with it we work around it oh no doubt no doubt so that's why i'm still going forward and i'm not worried about it um wow We've had so much fun, Queen, that it's almost time, time. <laughs> to wrap it up. <laughs> so what I would like to do, Queen, is let the people know how they can reach you and hear your music and all that good stuff. Support you. Okay. Thank you again so much for tuning in <laughs> with Veep on the Blast. And if you want to check Queen Omega out, first of all, my music is streaming on all platforms. And you really need to go and grab this copy of the No Love Duplates because it's a song officially, so you can listen to anytime you like. If you want to check me out on Instagram, that's the real Queen Omega. On TikTok, it's Queen Omega Official. Facebook, Queen Omega Music. 
yeah, just go check out the music on SoundCloud, Spotify, Deezer, all, all the musical platform. You check it out. Go and share the vibe. Like up the vibe. Let people know who Queen Omega is. And thanks again for the love and support. 100%. Don't forget my website, www.queenomega.com. Okay? Yes, and if you feel like you want to fly to Trinidad this Next weekend, I'm having a show in Skinner's Park, San Fernando. It's about the Queen's Awakening, Ibama, Loot and Fire, Nisa, Aoife, Chantwell Queen, Kushite, Stephanie Joseph, and yours truly, Queen Omega. <laughs> oh, y'all gotta have a party, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Queen, before we leave, please stick around for a little bit afterwards. I just want to introduce you to some people and yes. we'll let you go. Everybody, Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We had a wonderful time, Queen. We All did. it takes is one time when you come as an interview, but after that, you're family. So you are welcome uh -huh. to come anytime. <laughs> Any new music you need promo, we got you. We're here to support you. We believe in you. And thank you so much for giving the gift that you have. We are grateful. Miss uh, Sophia says an, an amazing and beautiful soul. So I agree. Uh, <laughs> Blessings to everyone. We appreciate it. So everybody, thank you so much. Guys, please be safe. And as I always like to say when I close is, please be kind. Celebrate the difference to make a difference. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. God bless. Blessed love.